This is your announcer, Shannon St. Mainframe, welcoming you to our IPA livecast. Today is Rob's birthday, so I decided to let him write what I say for the intro. Go ahead, Rob. Dispunk those balls. Roasted seaweed. Cool beans. Raw carrots and mayonnaise. Okay, wait. Now I'm annoyed too. Initiate launch sequence. Five. Four. Three. Two. Never mind. Happy birthday, Ronald. Our IP live cast starts. Now. It's Happy Robert. birthday, Ronald. It's, it's Ron- so Robert. Ro- Robert, right. Ronald Pazzabini. I know that guy. What, what, or whatever. whatever. You know, Welcome I think to our IP live cast. Frankie said it the best. Yeah. Whatever his name is. <laughs> it is September. It is September second, twenty twenty three. Forty years to the day since we started this born. show. Oh no! <laughs> Sorry. Close. Yeah, you know that's like almost half your life. We've been doing this show. Yeah. Fifteen. Basically. Fifteen years. So you're that twenty would be half. Mm-hmm. Almost half. Yeah, we're actually uh, January would be the twenty-year anniversary of metal injection. So that would, right. that would have been. Uh, Are you going to get some kind of honor for that? Uh, or do you not? No count one has as... reached out at the moment. Uh, you haven't been there for the full twenty, so maybe you don't get. Right. Yeah. I. I you're right. <laughs> you're like stuck at eighteen and a half, so you don't get those extra vacation days that you would have on the year twenty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I also was thinking uh, the other day. Uh, well, I guess it was a while ago now. I think it was in March, but uh, we had the twenty-second uh, anniversary of us starting the BCR show. Wow! So that was oh, wow. uh, two thousand one. Oh, it's, you're not starting it. Me joining your show is what I what the day was. Well, that's really when it started. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't well, going to. Sid, gonna was, Sid was doing his own show. Yeah, yeah. Sid yeah. had had different shows. So Sid had a show. Join later. You had a show with Bushwick Barry, Rob, mm-hmm. and I joined. And it was very, although Bushwick Barry's a very funny guy, it was like a clash of styles between the two of you. I feel like you were both doing your own show individually. Yeah. And we were probably lots of Simpsons reference from both of them, though, right? Yes. And I think a lot when, more probably from Barry. I want to say you were Austin Powers. I you do brought- remember we had some sort of falling out. I don't remember over what. Uh, I remember. Do you want to get into it? On sure. The show? I mean, it's twenty uh, years ago now. Who cares? Yeah. Uh, uh, but, but I just want to say, like, before I get to it, it was actually the best thing because then we split our. our I believe it was a four-hour block into two two-hour blocks. I believe, Darren, you were on both blocks, but yeah. my block was clearly. Clearly, the better block. So eventually, I think I think Barry. Yeah, twenty years later, we could say it. I think Barry eventually quit, and I got the whole four-hour block. Yes, that's exactly Uh, what happened, and that took uh, two weeks worth of shows. It was just okay. There were two shows where it was the Barry show featuring me, and then the Rob show featuring me. (laughs) <laughs> and then and then after the second week Barry was like fuck it. Okay, I don't remember this. I was obviously not at the station anymore. This right. was after I graduated, I guess, right? 
Yeah. No, you were there. You yeah. were, or you, oh, no, you just had, had the Tuesday going, show. Because huh? remember, so the reason it was this four-hour block is because the prime block would be, uh, as we've discussed on the show before, on our public access channel on television cable. Yeah, so yeah. when they would run like the community guide of community events, mm-hmm. the audio would be from our channel. So that would be the only time there would be any possible listeners. Yeah. So yeah. everybody would try to take a good slot. And then nobody wanted the Friday slot because everyone had lives. Yeah. <laughs> and so they gave it to me and Barry because we were the freshmen. Uh, and, and like, again, nobody wanted it. And we were like, hell yeah, this is our Friday night fun. <laughs> yeah. uh, so that's why we were there. And yeah, so you were there because yours, I remember, Sid, I, I don't know why I remember this. You had the Tuesday slot. <laughs> and you were on with Lonnie, right? Yeah, yeah like you the and Lonnie. Virus and the gorilla show with Sid and Lonnie. <laughs> That's where. So, what was up. the fight? What was the fight there? Because I don't. Uh, it wasn't really a fight, but it was like I said when we when we were doing the show all together for a few weeks. It was like Rob would come in with a few ideas. Very, I say ideas like maybe you had just a spark of an idea and you would just ad lib, but it was always funny. And then Barry would come in and he had this did the same thing, but it was more sticky. Like he would write. Like he would just be like, "I'm Mr. T," uh, you know, <laughs> "I'm Mr. T, fool," and that. But that was it. Like it was no, wasn't really fleshed out. I remember there was a Scottish character whose whole pitch was, "I want to, I want to clean your bagpipes." Yeah, I want to clean your bagpipes. But he, <laughs> but that was it. There was no that like was lead it. up. That was the whole character. There was no he was setup. Repeating that, he was just like, "I'm Angus, and I'm gonna clean your bagpipes," you know. And that was it. That was the whole. And thing. then we were like, "Oh well, how was your day, Angus?" I want to clean your bagpipes. Yeah, froze. Oh, like, okay. Well, like, so what? What it, you know? What do you think of the news of the day? I want to clean your bagpipes. Right. So <laughs> and so on. I think actually, Mr. T was me. We started talking about Mr. T was in the news for some reason, and then Angus was doing the bagpipes, and I started doing Mr. T talking to Angus. You know, like to spice it up. I was like, "Well, you got a name like Angus, fool, or something like that." You know, whatever. And he would just sort of kept going. I want to clean your bagpipes, <laughs> and then it expanded, and it, it was like a whole universe of Mr. T talking to Angus. You know, like <laughs> Mr. T, universe. Mr. T, don't let nobody clean his bagpipes, fool. You know. <laughs> so that's so. But then a few weeks of that went on, and it was like very clear that he he felt like we were not building up his bit enough. You know, and we we weren't paying enough homage to like what the work he put into the bit i think and he felt upset about it and we so then robin's barry got together and i never saw the behind the scenes of this they came to some agreement and said okay we're gonna split the show up now and i was like i like i enjoy doing this on a friday night so uh i'm gonna go to both and I did. Oh, okay. See, I don't remember. I don't remember that part of it. I was not uh, involved in the discussions. Yeah. This was negotiated I, I also, by the I just think, in general, I think it's like it was very, uh, like it's kind of like a framework of of our entire friendship at the time, which was I was very blasé and just winging it, and he took things way too seriously. Because I also remember uh, this might have been actually after you were gone, Sid, that like. He took on a bigger role at the station uh-huh. to be like the president, or I don't Wasn't know, he or the like music the music director, director after me. Yeah, that's that, that's what it was. And he started like giving me shit for not doing, or like he started giving everyone shit for like not doing their jobs. And it's like, do you know where you are, Barry? This is the radio station. He was the trying to clean reason- up my laissez-faire bullshit mess that I left because I was just like, everybody do whatever the fuck you want. Who cares? And right. then he came in and he was like, oh, I should actually try to take this seriously. That's true. And that's nobody. True. Wants- yeah. 
yes. to hear it. Yes, like he tried to. Okay, so and, and then, it's didn't so his girlfriend at the time become the manager of the station? Yes. Yes. yes so, exactly. Yeah, and, it, and it was like they had like they and then they they forced me out, which was so funny. <laughs> Because they didn't like that I wasn't putting it. Uh, I was the webmaster, of course. Okay. Uh, and uh, and so they they forced me out because I was. And I remember even there was like an election, and we had to like give our speeches. And I my speech was like, "Hey, vote for the other guy. I don't care. <laughs> like whatever. <laughs> like I don't care. I'm not taking this seriously. This is a fucking radio station. I come here to nap between classes. <laughs> so like, come the fuck on. Wow. Uh, and I and funny enough, I remember that person did win. And then, like, didn't do it or, like, broke it or something. So they, like, were like, all right, you got to go. And then they reinstated yeah, It's a coup. You staged a coup. Whoa. Unintentionally. <laughs> Did you break um, it, Rob, on purpose? I didn't do anything. I literally didn't do anything. That was the problem. <laughs> you hacked the system? Uh, but, yeah, that's I forgot that also, you know, his, his girlfriend at the time was, was brought into, like, and and she she had a very motherly vibe to her already, so she was all about like fixing things up to a to a very uh, fascistic and this degree. Was the, the, sorry, I'm not going to give any names. This was the woman he wound up marrying. Uh huh. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's so funny. Um, oh, well, there was so one other college tidbit. drama. Go I ahead. wanted to add one more tidbit to this. So before I started coming into Rob and Barry's show. I would call into your show because I would just be home and you were like, hey, you want to do something funny on the air? And I would go, yes. So I would call in, do a character, do a bit or say something funny. And then we were just talking one day. and He's like, you know, my friend Sid has a show. I think you have the same sense of humor. He's really funny. So I was like, okay, let me listen to it. And it was really funny. It was him and Lonnie uh, being for Lonnie, who's been on our show also. Did you already know Lonnie at that point? Or I didn't yet? know either one of you. I didn't okay. know either of you. Uh, I, I think I, I think I, no, I met Lonnie from listening to the show and then i met him later again we used to go play poker oh after. yeah that's why after. i did, could, didn't know if that was before or after you heard the show after so i okay. listened i and then i and then one day i wasn't doing anything and i called in to sit in lonnie's show to do the same thing i was doing on rob and barry's show to, to i just told some joke or i did a bit or a character and lonnie roasted the fuck out of me i was like did what we know it was you or did we just think no. you were some rando I think I know. I think you did know it was me, but I, didn't I know who I was. Remember this? Yeah, okay. yeah. And it, Sid was supportive, and Lonnie was like, "No, no, this is fucking stupid. Like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> the fuck out of here." That sounds about right. And I never knew if he was doing that as the Lonnie joke that he's he just you know he keeps shits. Yeah, on that's everything. the thing you or, never know. Just, yeah, so I was really hurt by that. I was like, "Wow, I thought that was really funny what I just did," and Sid agreed. Uh, you were like kind of politely arguing with that. <laughs> it's burned into my brain. Oh my god! I wish I had the tapes of this somewhere. I might at my mom's place. Yeah, if I go looking. Please, I'd love to hear it oh. through the lens of today and see wow. if I remember this correctly. That's amazing. <laughs> but yeah, that show was great because we well we used to um, like Rob said we used to be on the on the air. We weren't there was the transmitter would reach like three blocks away. So you couldn't yeah. actually hear it on the radio. You could technically if you're standing like right in front of the door of the radio station, but otherwise you couldn't hear it. So one time we were driving away, finished with the show, and you know we listened to what was on after our show. Oh no, we put a loop on of our show, like a repeat. So yeah, we'd play all night, and we got to hear the show 
about two miles away because the weather was exactly perfect. It was a clear night. I was just thinking about that. We <laughs> left it on, and we were we were at like Coney Island Avenue. Wow, <laughs> so Kings Highway. We were like, I can't believe we're still it's here. Still, this is amazing. Long. Technology is insane. People might all hear of this. Brooklyn, all of Brooklyn could hear. All of yeah. They're not, Brooklyn. but they could. Right. Yeah, they they could. The ability the potential that exists. Was- that yeah. that's what made radio so fun or but, just no, or or like it would be so weird also for me because i would do dj shifts during the day oh that's what i was gonna say too was i remember when i first got to the station there was a music director before sid and the whole thing as a freshman is you had to do a format show which is the music director creates a format and you had to play music within the format so basically all the music was essentially picked for you to play uh, or, you or get the like band. per per hour, you'd get like one or two slots that were your choice. Right, right, right. And so I remember as soon as Sid you took over, that stopped. <laughs> no, like because nobody enforced it. And uh, then when Barry came in, he started enforcing it, and like all these de- all these freshmen that were like volunteering their time were just like, well, then what's the point of? Why would I do this if I can't even play the music I want? I'm out of here. And like he scared away all these. Oh, or maybe I I might be exaggerating that he scared him away. But I do remember there being resistance to like having to go back to doing it the way it well, should have been. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is I'm always, as you know, I if there's an easiest path to something, then that is 100% the path I will take every fucking time. So the point of the format was we report our playlists to uh, CMJ so they could do their charts, their college radio charts, and that's how bands promote their success. Record labels promote bands like, oh, this band's chart, like getting a lot of spins at this station in this area. You should book them to play there, blah, blah, blah. And so in my head, I'm like, it's not like there's some system where they're picking up our frequency and checking what songs we're playing. I submit this list, and that's gospel. So as long as I submit the list as it should be submitted, who gives a fuck what we're actually playing? So I had it uh, the appearance of us doing what we're supposed to do, and then everybody still got to have fun and play whatever the fuck they wanted. And who, there were no; it was a victimless crime. Right. Absolutely, I agree with you. Sid. And the music exactly. probably wound up being better anyway by doing that. Yeah, not no worse at least. I mean, I tried to have my my playlist, my the official playlist, be stuff that I actually liked and was oh, good. Okay. I very rarely in my tenure did I put things on the chart, our charts that I thought was garbage. Uh, so I, once in a while there'd be a favor, something that I was like whatever about, and I'd put it on just because this promoter asked me. But mostly it was really right. good stuff. So if people did stick to that, it would still be good. But if they didn't, whatever. I can, and the, the the downside is essentially that these songs that you're charting aren't actually getting the airplay that you're promising. Yeah. So they're potentially missing out on fans. The but response it's to like that is nobody's per- listening. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I can't believe promoters like would think that they were promoting something by putting it on this station that nobody can hear anywhere. I think the promoters also knew it was bullshit, but uh, it's at least something that everyone they could bring has to, to the yeah. record label and be like, oh. you're charting at this station. Here, this. see what I did for you? Yeah, oh, that's the great work, son. Great exactly. work. Good job, the, boy. The promoters the can't admit it's... Exactly. The promoters can't admit it's bullshit because then their job is irrelevant. Yes. So they have to they have to prop you up as legitimate so that uh-huh. their job is legitimate so, they're, so that these labels have to hire them to get this notoriety yeah. on these stations that don't really even... Do, 
I'm yeah, just picturing that, this yeah. fat cat sitting in the office. Like, let's see here. WBCR, you say? Well, okay. We got, well, we got our songs on there. That's terrific, boy. You did a great job. Like what? Exactly. And the other side of it is, I remember working at a record label, and the radio promo guy doing exactly what you were just mocking, Darren, which is like, oh, we got ads in 100 stations: WBLD, WXBB, KPPR, K blah blah blah, and they're probably all yeah, they're all SIDs. (laughs) They're all various SIDs. They're all just letters that Sid made up. They're not even other SIDs. (laughs) (laughs) And and like that person validated their job. But the other thing I was going to say about being on the air, and by the way, I also want to add, I hope Barry's not listening to this because I dearly love Barry. I hope they don't think like we're shitting on Barry, but I just, uh, and really it's, it's like such a we're, weird no, time. we're shitting on, on Barry 20 years ago. You're not this person anymore. None that's of us true. are. That's true. I'm, that's well, true. I'm Barry. exactly Got the admit. same person. Well, so it's yeah. basically the same. I'm, I'm about 90% the same person. But uh, <laughs> the thing about hearing the, the, um, the show on the air is that it, like you said, Rob, they would have the channel where you go to to get your to get your herpes checked out and you know about, you know whatever like uh, uh, Alcoholics Anonymous uh, messages and then you'd hear us while that was going on, but from that we had got a pretty sizable audience I would think because it was just people flipping around, bored, high as fuck, and just <laughs> like lit, like watching the stupid like UHF channels and shit and the cable channels that nobody watches. And we got it like we got regulars from that. Like we would just scoop them in because they would hear what the fuck is this? It's usually music. Why is this now talking? They'd listen to us for a few minutes and like, whoa, this shit is funny. We would also SEO it after a while because all the other shows at the time were uh, on the public access channels were these essentially twerking videos to modern hip hop. (laughs) So uh, we would like it would just be club videos literally with just women like dry humping in the hardest way possible. A lot of it is still there. Staggering. Yeah. (laughs) Staggering. Staggering. Oh, yes. Oh, daggering and staggering. That's da- the show title. Stag- staggering and staggering. <laughs> daggering. Oh, my God. I didn't realize that there was a term like that. I love that. I, yeah. I'm sure staggering is a thing, too. That's what uh, Ronald does. <laughs> uh, but so we would just, for our music break, whenever we'd want to go and like smoke some pot or whatever, we would, instead of playing the stuff that we listen to, uh, although I would say like it would be hip hop that I would listen to that I right. played. Uh, but it wasn't like we realized nobody cared about rock. But if we played hip hop, people would leave the channel on and then we could antagonize them when we got yeah. back and get them to call our, our number, yeah. which we had a live phone number. Uh, and that's how the fun really happened yeah. was interacting with these people and, and people just calling in. And I'm sure we've discussed uh, the, the shout outs and everything mm-hmm. and, and mocking people for wanting to do shout outs. That's where wanting was, started. That's where wanting started. Because one was a popular term at that time, I feel yeah. like no one gets it now. Yeah, you know, it was like uh, a it's it's a popular outro to say like one love. It was like a short short way for that. One. Or, uh, but the, the 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 funniest thing to me was when they would just call up and be like, "All right, I want to hear Ja Rule now," and we'd be like, "No, <laughs> this is not a, <laughs> yeah, this is not a request like show. Like, what gave yeah, you that? Ja, we, we play Ja Rule what, sucks. We just play music when we have to go take a piss. Like this this is not Hot ninety seven. Like, go away." Oh, you don't go away. You can talk to us, but we're not playing what you want. Fuck off. But uh, if you want us to play Jar Rule now, we would consider it if you email us. <laughs> RIPLivecast at gmail.com. That's the email address. 
Well, give us some. Uh, let us know some of your. Uh, what are some of your memories of twenty years of Rob on the air in your lives? <laughs> let us know. Rfblivecast at gmail We haven't we haven't promoted our email address in a while. Okay. So I want Do you to want get to respond to some of these birthday shout outs? You're yeah, getting let's read some of these birthday shout outs. While we play Ja Rule. In the <laughs> chat. Jurido <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. says, Znum Rushdenium, Robert. And I say thank you for that. Spasipo, <laughs> Bershoy. Uh, what does that mean? You can't leave us in the dark? <laughs> oh, he just said happy birthday. <laughs> okay. I in Russia. There was just some special oh, tailored no, no, no. message. I don't know. Uh, it was uh, uh, Dusty Rose Buffler says happy birthday. Uh, Aaron from Facebook says happy birthday, oh. Rabba. Uh, Colin says happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and this is one of the stars aligned. Today we're doing the show on your actual birthday. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, says his favorite memory is Rob breaking at least two chairs on the air. Yes. I do remember that we would have. Very flimsy chairs. I will give you some solidarity on that because I broke one chair, definitely, at least one yeah. on the air. I know I've broken other chairs in your presence. Oh, Dusty Rose Buffler, when Rob got drunk on air that for every caller, that was a tough one. That was oh, a tough one, Dusty. I mean, you might be mistaken. When Rob almost got uh, toxic alcohol, yeah, when, exactly. Yeah, when I was at liver poisoning uh, from drinking so much in an hour, jeez, Louise. Tudorito uh, mentions a video of you daggering in Jake from Periphery's face. I don't remember this. I don't think it was show related. I think Is it, it one of those? Uh, no, it's probably one of those behind the scenes videos when Jake would be our studio audience for a right. Bit, but sh I don't... You shook your ass in, in, in his grill. Yeah, I'm sure. Duder, <laughs> link, link it, and and that's why him and Noah are no longer together. Yeah. Wow. It was Rob's fault. If only that and was he keeps true. he keeps trying to hit me up. I'm like, sorry, Jake. This dagger's taken. Oh, that's that's not exactly what I meant, but sure. All right. You flipped him. <laughs> yeah, who knew? He was on the periphery of your ball sack. Oh my god. <laughs> that he got in. Um So what are your big weekend here. plans, Rob, for oh. your birthday? Nothing too crazy. We're all going to do a little get together at a local bar. And just Is Jose Mangan going to be there? He's not. He's not in the city. He lives in yeah. Los Angeles. But otherwise, I would have invited him. Any celebrities showing up? Any music celebrities? I love I'll Jose be there. <laughs> no, it's going to be our friends. It's yeah, but any purposes. celebrities? Oh, uh, Dudrino asks any seafood towers. Unfortunately, the venue that I chose did not have seafood towers. But now I'm rethinking it. To they have oyster and shrimp po'boys, though. Oh yeah, those are good. Those are good. Just turn it uh, vertically, and then it's a seafood. Yeah, That's we could just Jeremy. lay you down and put sushi all over your naked body, like they do. Oh, you guys want to eat sushi? I, and then feed body. it back to you. Oh, Darren yeah, doesn't do sushi. I would eat food off of your body, but not seafood. Okay. Would you do like a chicken tempura roll off of Rob's belly button? Sure. Absolutely. <laughs> Hands free? You did dive in with the mouth? Yeah. Is, wow. not, not off your penis. That's a little. No, belly far. button. Belly button. Yeah, absolutely. What if it was half pushed into his belly button? So you had to actually <laughs> no, I don't, pull it out. Things get in there. I mean, I would. Yeah. And also, I would have showered before, like, showered and dried off, I want to say. I wouldn't want to lay down wet on this bed and you get and like a seafood. soggy piece of sushi. I don't, wanna, I don't want. I don't want anything from even within my belly button. So don't take offense, Rob. <laughs> I'm not. I don't. I don't at all. 
<laughs> this stuff gathers, even if you're the most clean yeah. person, you know? Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh my goodness. So so now that I'm now that we're all in our forties. Oh yeah, for the next three months. What what are the tips, guys? What should I know about forties? What should well, I know? All- what ha- what starts happening? You, then you turn fifty. Yeah, <laughs> it's oh, all no! downhill, Rob. You're just gonna. You th- you thought the third butt cheek was a problem. I'll you tell you, the, the never know what's gonna show up. The decade that by far went by the fastest is my forties. Oh really? That's I don't know if that's due to being forty, due to, or just the fact, like my particular circumstance. I don't know, hmm. but I felt like I blinked and it was over. Hmm. That's kind of how I feel about my. Th- I mean, it, I guess it just keeps ex- life keeps accelerating yeah. as you get older. Yeah, because uh, I do feel like my thirties kind of like I. I started thinking about like, oh, where was my life five years ago? I couldn't even couldn't even remember. Like, what was I doing in twenty eighteen? I have no idea. I had to look through my phone photo gallery. I was like, oh yeah, oh this is, this is a good year. This is pretty fun. <laughs> <Good stuff. laughs> Oh my god! Maybe you have Alzheimer's. Oh no, Rob! <laughs> no, it's just I. I remember, like I remember everything that happened. I just don't remember that it necessarily happened in 2018. I understand. You know, uh, it's hard to remember even things like that. I'm like, wow, that's been two years ago now. You know, also with the pandemic, the three years of just yeah nothingness, or yeah. two years, I would say, I guess yeah. two and a half. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it kind of makes the timelines more difficult. It seemed like I started doing things again, maybe like August 2021, I guess. I don't know. Something like that. Like yeah, really, yeah. Really back to normal, more or less. Yeah, exactly. Agreed. Uh, yeah. So this time two years ago was, and now I feel like we're pretty much, uh, it's all, you know, just there's people wearing masks occasionally. You know, so you mentioned that. I want, I did so I have something related to that that I wanted to ask Sid about because okay. we went to the show and I mm-hmm. for, I, uh, I had, I kind of felt sheepish about it. We went to see the Kevin McDonald show, uh, Kevin McDonald of the Kids in the Hall. Yeah, and our and old pal Dave Hill. Yeah, Dave Hill's in the cast. It's a rock opera and Dave Hill was playing guitar and played a couple of uh, theatrical parts in the show. Highly recommended if this show Great. ever plays in your city. Wonderful show. Um, but so it was like a probably what a 200 person venue or 300 maybe that's yeah, yeah that, probably like 300 and yeah. I was like kind of sheepish I didn't look around it was like nobody wearing a mask and I wanted mm. to put my mask on because this dude was fucking coughing and hacking and flemming mm. right next to me like sl- slightly in front of me so it was like a little better than if he was right next to me but yeah he, he actually looked kind of like Bellini from the hall <laughs> Uh, but with a facial hair. So, and I was like, fuck it, I'm just putting my mask on. And I turn around and I look and Sid had a mask on. And I was like, I didn't know you do that. Well, I don't always, but it was get, it was pretty crowded in there. And yeah. lately I've been having to take my mom to a lot of doctor visits. And so I'm extra like afraid of like getting her sick. Yeah. So for them that here, that's really why I do it too. You know, my, my mom is 80. So she's in a, she's very that's healthy, you know, knock wood, but. Yeah, I, I I I was actually surprised with how many people were wearing masks. It's the, also in the, the news show. now that the COVID numbers yeah. are going up lately. So yeah, maybe it was like my angle. You know, the people I was seeing were the ones with no masks on. But I I saw like two people other than our group wearing mm-hmm. masks at 
you know, throughout the whole place. So I think I, I saw like, a few more than that, but yeah. No, yeah, I definitely saw more than that. Major minority. Yeah, it was. Uh, I want to be clear. It was absolutely a minority still, but even that, like, I'm just. Uh, just going to concerts, nobody wears like at a rock at a metal show. You know, there's you're yeah. very few people are going to be wearing masks. So I don't wear them outside. I don't wear them at the store. I wear them if I'm in a very tight space, like an elevator, yeah. or a show, or a, like a crowded movie theater, something like that. Or if I'm walking mm-hmm. through a crowded restaurant, when I get to my table, I take it off and eat. But like I, if I'm walking to the bathroom, I put it back on. Like if I'm gonna be next to like a lot, because you never know when someone's just gonna turn their head and fucking snot right in your face. That's right. Know? So why not yeah. be prepared? What's the big deal? Yeah, and I, exactly. What's the big deal? Like if if that's what makes you feel uh, comfortable and safe, go for it. Yeah, you know, either way. Like I, it, I don't understand these people that are are mask shaming. Or I've been seeing a little bit of this kind of. Like oh they're gonna they're trying to bring the lockdowns back like right. what there's like been a recommendation to consider wearing masks when you're yeah. in the that's how it starts days. Rob that that's it but to be clear I also don't really like at this point in time I don't support people shaming others for not wearing masks either like do what you want to do yeah yeah I agree exactly whatever you feel comfortable with totally um. And, and for the record, I do not think there's going to be another lockdown. No. I just don't think they're going to do it or anybody's I mean, going to go for I it. I think they'd do it if it got real bad, like if yeah. hospitals started filling up and stuff, you know, again. Yeah. They're saying that positive cases are going up, but the fatalities are not anywhere near what they used to be. Cause right. Well, also, there's a just weaker antibiotics now. Uh, yeah. created. You know, there's, there's more ways to fight it. Yeah, but the problem is that it's just like it's basically a synthetic virus, and nobody knows what the fuck this thing does to you like 20 years from now. Yeah. And there's not enough research into it. So you really have a vested interest in not catching COVID. I mean, yeah. I'm sorry. Even if you think you're not going to get sick, you might not even – you might get sniffles. You know, you might not even miss a day of work. But please, please, if you listen to anything uh, on this show that I say – don't get COVID. Like, take precautions. We don't yeah, know what don't the it. fuck this thing does. It could be f- do nothing to you now and do something to you in 20 years. Like, you don't fucking know. Like, be careful. Yeah. Doesn't mean you have to live your life in a crypt. You know, I understand. Go have fun. But, you know, use precautions when you have fun. It's serious shit, man. Yeah. Um, on the topic of birthdays, I want to wish... Keanu uh, Reeves, a happy birthday today. Also, we're birthday buddies. Seven, uh, no, 59. I remember a, a very handsome person on the show once accidentally wished him a happy birthday, thinking it was uh, for him, and I was supposed to be recording a, uh, a birthday message for you. I don't know if you remember this. Might have been last year, I think. Oh. You don't remember this, guys? I don't remember this. I recorded a thing. It's probably on Facebook. If you go look, it's... Uh, me at my console and i'm like uh, i've been told it's a very wonderful ce- uh, celebrity's birthday today someone who cares <laughs> for the poor and so okay you don't know i'm remembering now this i yet. do remember this happy yes. birthday keanu Reeves. wait rob <laughs> the fuck out of here really it's his birthday too oh okay mm-hmm. do you share with any other celebrities rob yeah selma hayek Ooh. Uh, 57 yeah. yeah she's in that video too <laughs> i don't uh i don't have any three famous people that i I, Hank Greenberg is the one that I remember. 
Wait, is that the baseball player or the ESPN gambling guy? The baseball player. I okay. didn't know there was another Hank Greenberg. Or is that Hank Goldberg? That's Hank Goldberg, I think. Hank Greenberg, the famous Jewish, uh, yes. maybe the best Jewish baseball player of all time. And also suffered anti-Semitism because yep. he, he didn't make the all-star team in a year that he won the MVP. That's fucking because, wild. Because of his manager being an anti-Semite. I will say, I think Sandy Koufax probably ahead of him for okay. famous Jewish baseball players, but it, those are the top two. I side with Hank Greenberg. Because he had the longer career? And because of my birthday. Okay, fine. <laughs> but yes, Fair. Sandy Koufax is a worthy Jew. In a oh, long, actually- long, okay. in a long, long, long list of Jewish athletes that are great, uh, great athletes and great uh, sports figures, those are the two best Jews. There's actually a few other people uh, who I share a birthday with: Casey from Casey and JoJo. Okay. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say Casey and the Sunshine Band. Uh, also. The actress who portrayed Libby in Lost, Cynthia Watros. She was a part of the others. Okay. I believe. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I got I got Frank Langella and Morris Chestnut. Ooh. Betty White? Oh, Betty White? Boom. No way. Boom. That's awesome. I feel like you I had a whole you that. had a whole lifetime of sharing your birthday with Betty White and you never cashed in on it. I yeah. thought I figured I should have known. Oh, I, this one I did know. Vern Troyer was born. <laughs> <laughs> I did know that. I forgot because who the fuck cares? But yes. What titans of industry? Betty White and Vern Troyer. Oh, and also bassist Sam Rivers, happy birthday. Also of Limp Bizkit. Uh, I've got Benedict Cumberbatch oh. and Brian May from Queen. Oh, those are some, some heavy hitters. And uh, Betsy Ross, who sewed the American oh, flag, oh. is on my list. Oh, and Cat Williams. Thank you, Quick Ben Comeback. Oh. Also, happy birthday today. Wow. I'm, this Jinder is- Mahal on my birthday. No way. Oh. Former WWE champion. Yeah. That's crazy that you can say that. Oh, Howard Schultz. Oh, I have some sports guys, too. Terry Bradshaw, Lennox what? Lewis. Hello. What? A lot of September 6th babies. Uh, September 2nd babies, I mean. You don't even remember when your birthday is. Were you on the wrong page? What, what day is it? <laughs> wow, I got Where? Stepan Bandera, the Nazi uh, Ukrainian who helped Hitler in World War II. What? Yeah, that's true. I don't know why they'd list him, but sure. <laughs> I guess he's famous. Yeah, sure. but you'd think it'd be like people are searching for who they share a birthday with. You'd put the positive ones in there. <laughs> well, maybe, you know? maybe oh, that just well, says something about whoever curated that site. That yeah, I was going to say, what a fucking Stormfront by accident. <laughs> no, I am not because they have Grandmaster Flash on here. Oh, oh. maybe they thought it was a Grand Wizard. <laughs> I just put it by accident. Former presidential candidate Gary Johnson. <laughs> so each of us have oh, a former wow. presidential candidate. Nice. Wow. Okay. Well, that's enough of those, I guess. <laughs> I'm so running. Much. I'm going down like I'm running out of like. Oh, Fernando Tatis Senior. Okay. Share his birthday with me. That's, that's going to be the rest of the show. The show is just <laughs> who, who do we share famous birthdays? Is this Hart? the next the one? next level of asking Noah what wrestler she'd fuck? Is asking yeah. each of us which people on our birthdays we'd fuck? Yes, I wouldn't fuck any of those people I just mentioned. Yeah, me neither. By the way, they're all men. I don't have. Do I even have any women except Betty White? I think. I think I said one woman. Yeah. Other than her, who was it? I don't remember. 
Shit. All right. Well, there Most you of mine were dudes, too. I think Steve Carell's wife was the only woman on the list. Nancy Walls Carell. Give me some women born on January 1st that I can fuck here. Like, oh, it's, it's, not, <laughs> it's not a fun game when it's all men. Well, sorry, Rob. For me, it's not a fun game when it's all men. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I got Selma Hayek in mind, so I'm, I'm, a, I'm a winner. I'll tra- I'd be willing to go buy for her. <laughs> yeah, well, listen. <laughs> but uh, uh, it, on the topic of people fighting back against things that nobody is uh, telling them to do, uh, as we were talking about earlier, Correct. I wanted to mention uh, the National Institute of Alcohol Abuse and Alcoholism, or the NIAAA, or I guess NIAAA is probably how they say are, are they trying to force me to quit drinking again? Well, so the chief uh, or who are the, the director of it was recently interviewed and he agreed with Canada's recommendation that people only drink two beers per week. That would be the healthy, healthiest way to approach life mm-hmm. is to limit yourself to two beers per week. Seems reasonable. And this isn't a rule or a law or a ban. It's a recommendation. <laughs> what they and think re- is the average baseline healthy amount of beers to drink. Exactly. Got it. And so, uh, of course, I, I remember I saw this like a week or two ago, and I'm like, this is going to be like that thing where like a year ago they were like, Biden wants to take away your hamburgers, you know, when they were like, <laughs> oh, it's recommended that you don't eat beef. You know, right. beef is a, you know, like it's not good for you. Right. Uh, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, oh, I'm like, oh my God, people are going to be like, you know, uh, I'm going to get tagged just to show them. Yeah. And sure enough, sure enough, that's the first person to take the bait in quite a comical way to the point that I want to discuss it on the show right now is villain of the show, Ted Cruz, ah. uh, Texas Senator, who, when you think real man, you think Ted Cruz. Why does he just have a bunch of chubby dudes and. Well, I was going to say, this looks like that meme of that white girl, that skinny white girl surrounded by like big black guys, like that porn scene (laughs) meme. Like, that's what this looks like. Like, it looks like uh, Ted Cruz is the bottom in a country daddy gangbang right here. (laughs) And the other thing it looks like to me where you paused it, though, it's paused right there, is you remember that old, old viral video, Shoes, where there's like a guy in drag? Shiz. Oh my God. Shiz. <laughs> that's, what the, that's what Ted Cruz is going to say right now. Shiz. Cruz. <laughs> a, oh my God. Cruz. <laughs> this is a Ted Cruz no loads refused party right here. <laughs> as long as you have uh, immigration papers. <laughs> yeah. No American loads refused. He will refuse Mexican loads. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All Mexican loads all, refused. Yeah, all alien loads refused. <laughs> would say. All right, well, let, let's hear. Let's hear what to, how Ted Cruz responds to this latest recommendation from the NIAAA. Shoes. Oh. oh, hold on. Let me share this. Let me share this. Done that for new construction. They're trying to go after and regulate ceiling fans. I got to tell you, it's hot in Texas. We don't want to get rid of our ceiling fans. And now these idiots have come out and said. 
drink two beers a week. That's their guideline. Well, I got to tell you, if they want us to drink two beers a week, frankly, they can kiss my ass. <laughs> no, and then okay. he chugs a Shinerbach. Um, Senator, I, I brought a beer to drink with you. I'll drink this non-alcoholic beer with you because I'm not allowed to drink on camera. But then you're not breaking so, the guideline. Yeah, that's, yeah. So I want to point out, like, <laughs> that's how staged this is, that the anchor on air on Newsmax, who, yeah. by the way, was fired from Fox News for uh, sexual losing a sexual harassment <laughs> Yeah, they don't. Case. They don't like losers on Fox News. If he had won the sexual harassment case, he'd still be there. That's right. Newsmax though takes all uh, losers yeah. of sexual harassment cases. That's where all they all, they all go to get work. Them you and know, Chris Cuomo probably. Oh my God, news. You know what's funny? Is that <laughs> what should happen now is the guy who wrote that recommendation should just come into the frame and be like, uh, "That's a non-alcoholic beer. Like you could drink twelve of those in a drink day. as many as you want. It's just fine. like." Yeah, it's like a Shirley Temple. It's fine. Just yeah, the, the problem is the beer. It's the alcohol. Right, exactly. It's not that it tastes yeah. like a beer, dummy. It's just that the, <laughs> the, there's alcohol in it. He, he's doing it, but but it goes on. I'll have, I'll have a sip. Well, meantime, look, I, I got to say, so what, have you ever seen a brand do more damage to itself than Bud Light? Like what? This is just the greatest hits thing. They seem to destroy themselves, so I'm glad you're not What's drinking Bud Light. Personally, I'm fond of shine. That's why he's just glad that that the anchor. He, he'd rather the anchor drink non-alcoholic beer. Right. Like he's, he's so fun. mad that the recommendation is to only drink two alcoholic beers a week. That he's like, I'll show them. I'll drink a lot. And then the anchor's like, Well, I'm drinking non-alcoholic beer. And he's like, No, it's okay because at least it's not Bud Light. Right. That's kind of his I, point. I hate to break this to Ted Cruz, but the uh, Bud Light and you are on the same side of this issue. Bud Light would love for you to drink many times, yeah, orders of magnitude more than two beers per week they're just also okay with gay people and trans people drinking that many right and ted cruz i guess is not <laughs> that's the I only people that should listen to the recommendation so i think I'm glad bud light is a very heterosexual beer yeah. would you agree <laughs> is it that? i don't know <laughs> uh i mean they do 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 a <laughs> lot of uh gay pride advertising i definitely have visuals of like bud light ads at gay bar right that's what i'm saying like they're going yeah. after an untapped market yeah yeah i mean they're, they're all going after they're going after every market they, <laughs> it's one of the biggest brands in the world personally i'm fond of shiner bach which is a good uh, tech texas brand I've been Ugh, to the shiner i hate to agree with him in shiner, very texas delicious. and i recommend it and i Shiner's promise you this is not alcohol free beer down here yeah, he just walked up the guy. <laughs> the Look way, at how I this have, guy has to eat uh, shit now. Look at this. It won't be alcohol free either. And it may just be. A oh, see, he said after the show, he's yeah, going to get tanked. Don't I worry. I swear. I I'm definitely going to drink a real beer. I, we'll get out of here. I am confused, though, why the host can't drink an alcoholic beer on camera. Well, he's on air. You can't can. get drunk on air. But Ted yeah. Cruz is on air. Well, you can't With tell him. your guests what to do. I think just it's in his contract that he can't drink on air, probably. Oh. Because uh, I'm sure a lot of the same probably has to do the sexual harassment yeah. thing. Finger in the makeup artist. Oh, maybe it's a legal thing that he's not allowed to drink around yeah. anybody else, like a hundred yards or something. <laughs> yeah, okay. <I> didn't consider <laughs> that. <laughs> it's nothing to do with the contract. He's, he's going to get house arrest. Uh, 
Oh, well, here's, I'm what? sorry, Rob. One second. Just no to go problem. back to the last scene of that, it's so funny to me that Ted Cruz gave him the middle finger, basically. He's like, well, I assure you, I'm drinking a real beer. I'm drinking a real beer. Unlike you, you dumb freak sitting there with your little <laughs> moosey, <laughs> stupid studio. Right. Personally, I'm fond of Shiner Bach, which is a good uh, tech Texas brand. I've been to the Shiner Brewery in Shiner, Texas, and I recommend it. And I promise you, this is not alcohol-free beer down here. Like that. He's pussy shit you're drinking. Yeah. Honestly, to me, that sounded like a, a wrestling promo. And I promise yeah. you, motherfucker. <laughs> Clan it motherfucker. won't be you. <laughs> <laughs> two men enter. One man leave with a real beer. <laughs> one man. Two men enter the Shiner Bach Brewery. <laughs> <laughs> one man leaves with liver damage. Leaves, and I promise you, Clans motherfucker, it won't be you. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Is he coming to your birthday thing today, Rob? No, he's not. Oh, Aww. god damn it. He couldn't make it. Couldn't he find Literally, physically couldn't make it. <laughs> the door isn't wide enough. Oh, <laughs> I take that back. No. Um, yeah, so th- that was pretty great. And yeah, so this is gonna. I feel like this is gonna be a talk. But they're trying to t- try to tell me how much beer I could drink. I don't think so. Yeah, and again, yeah, like, no one's telling you what to do. Drink all the beer you like. Yeah, yeah. It's just like uh, on the containers; they tell you what the serving size is. They're not enforcing it. They're just Dang. like here's Dang. what the med- the research says. Do with it what you will. <laughs> Now, now, Biden try to tell me how many drinks I can have. This is commie government. And by the way, can we just point out that the government is not very like uh, strict about what things are healthy? I mean, they, yeah, they, they a McDonald's is perfectly fine to eat. You know, like according to the I government. Mean, yeah, I mean, if you think exactly, like <laughs> high fructose corn syrup is healthy to eat. You know, it's fine. Right. You know, you can have that. It's just whatever someone wants to pay for. Exactly. Uh, speaking of whatever somebody wants to pay for, Uh-oh. you know, we had the uh, Donald Trump mugshot <laughs> last week. I'm not sure if it's happened since our show, probably, right? Uh, and uh, I don't know. He, he had his little mugshot. It looked very, very stern. I think it, it, it might have been two weeks ago. But anyway, obviously, he figured people are going to start share, uh, selling shit with his mugshot on it. Like, T-shirts, mugs, flags, what have you? Get a mugshot mug. Yeah, I will. I will give him credit. He's like, if anybody's going to make money off my mugshot, it's gonna be me. Yeah, to quote (laughs) Justin Timberlake. Uh, And I want to. I want to play this video that that he posted on his Truth Social account. (laughs) Is there anyone on the planet that doesn't know what I look like? I wish there were some people like that. That'd be very nice for me. Let's what is with his right hair now. and this fa- the tan he looks like he just got electrocuted <laughs> this is he's looking very rough right now and we're, we're, his best. he's wearing a blue tie what Isn't he sometimes wears tie? blue ties he, he he alternates between red and blue oh okay this is this is his alt alt costume Oh, he's going to fight himself like in Street Fighter? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. This is his, second, <laughs> his secondary walk. gear. Yeah. <laughs> and yet, for some reason, the communist Democrats in Atlanta 
made a much wow look at how he's clenching his is is clenching his jaw like he just did like seven lines of blow like he's (laughs) so wired right here all right i just beat the old trump who am i fighting next zangief bring it in come on big guy (laughs) not very good not mobile very slow i could take him atlanta made a mugshot of me that's a mugshot because I said the election was rigged, and I believe it more strongly than ever. It was a rigged election. That's that's not why they made a mugshot uh, of you. I, I love how they try to downplay. No, they made a mugshot of you because you're accused, and actually there's audio evidence of you trying to tell the, the, yeah. the Georgia uh, state officials to change the vote counts. He seriously what? looks like a Madame Tussauds version of Trump yeah. right now. It's fucking yeah. wild. Election. We all know why, and we know what they're doing, and we, we all know. certainly get it. Oh, we but get it. I know I'm your favorite president, and <laughs> they make me look like a criminal, but it completely and well, totally backfired, as you probably read. Since my mugshot was released, our campaign has raised over $10 million. The people Which is crazy. get it. The people know this is a sham and a scam. This is nothing but election interference. They want to interfere with our election so they can try and damage me with all these bullshit I mean, lawsuits. Oh! oh. oh Whoa! Shock, They're trying to damage me. Vagina. I mean, it does I mean, raise a good these- point inadvertently, I would say. Like, you know, isn't this like kind of backfiring? Like the fact that they're throwing all this shit at him like it's clearly to get him to not run for president i mean is it but he's already running for president yeah he's running do you think they well i think they want to tie him up with shit you know so that he will his campaign will be who's they when you say they who's they the government which government like like who in the government the the entire government the whole government doesn't want Trump yes. to run. The, the Justice Department. I mean, Department. it sounds a little... Oh, the, I, okay, there we go. I think oh. he did an illegal thing, and they're following through with it, and I, if there are consequences that help him, okay, they're still going to follow I through think with the, the illegal thing. I think I, the like, Georgia... Well, I think the Georgia thing is the most illegal thing that he did. Yeah. I really do think yeah. the other cases are like pretty much bullshit that they're piling on. Well, regardless of, of uh, the like how illegal what he did was, also, I just feel like... Uh, to your point, Darren, I don't think they're that organized. I think it's just it's such a bureaucratic system that it takes two years to get a case together before you could start trying the person. They were getting all their ducks in a row for the last two years, and that's why they're doing it now. Yeah, but I think this. They, I mean, I think the same faction that wants to get rid of Trump has been wanting to get rid of Trump for like seven years. So, like, they just can, it's just a continuous stream of trying different stuff. Well, maybe he shouldn't give them so much ammo. I agree. I will, but it, that's not a defense of Trump. I mean, Trump yeah. is an idiot that no, I hear what you're into, saying. into everything that they throw at him and makes it worse. But. I'm not sure it's necessarily backfiring, but I think it is making his base uh, support him more. It's like giving him. But that really uh, only like helps the primary, he, which he was hmm. going to win anyway. There were polls this this week uh, that asked who would win a Trump or Biden. Trump is ahead by a few points. Really? If if the election was Trump or okay. Biden, hasn't, yeah. Hasn't he been consistently ahead for like a year? I think. Oh, okay. So, but, uh, I mean, again, his whole shtick, and there may be some truth to it, even though he's a a weirdo, is they're out to get me. Like they're out to get me. 
you have to support me so that uh, you have to give me money and buy my mugshot mugs because they're out to get me and I'm persecuted. So if you actually persecute the guy, well, you're giving there's him a difference a, a between platter. persecute and prosecute. <laughs> I think. Oh, so, my God. Get out to get him because he's Sid, get out CNN with that line right now. <laughs> I can't be the first one to say that. Well, there's a difference between. <laughs> we're, on, we're, on, we're on semantics now, but I do think. There is something to it when, like, you are you go after a guy with anything you can, and then you this time they actually uncovered something that might be useful to actually, like, get rid of him. So I feel like, but but it doesn't mean he's being any less persecuted. You know what I mean? And it's a, again, I don't persecuted is a loaded word. It makes it sound like I'm sympathetic to Trump. I am not, but I think it's just a heel versus heel match. I think it's like you know one shitty faction trying to get rid of another shitty faction. So I think there is some truth to it. It's just like when Trump would go on the debate and go like crooked Hillary, crooked Hillary, you know, he's a piece of shit. He's crooked too, but it doesn't mean what he's saying is wrong. You know what I mean? I feel like it's the same thing here. I suppose. I just feel like if he had enough actual evidence to go after Hillary or Biden or whoever, when he was president, it would have been exactly what's going on now times 10, but he just didn't have anything actual to do i don't think it's that i think he's just full of shit and like he ran on getting rid of hillary clinton but he has no he didn't even really want to be president that bad he just got into he just got into your photo do you think if let's say he wins is he gonna do a bunch of uh things to try to get biden uh, uh i would like to say that i would like to say yes that would be one of the few good things about a, a trump presidency but i i don't believe yeah. that they would do it i don't think he would. and i don't think it's good to do that like in principle like just like i would love to see trump locked up and just like i would love to see biden in the next cell from trump uh i don't think doing that is really a good thing to do i think using the government to like shit on people who are your opposite uh members in the other party is just not it's like a slippery slope to authoritarianism even though the target of it might be someone that i despise like trump i don't think it's good i think it's a bad precedent so i want to play just a few more seconds of this clip uh because there is comedy coming. try and damage me with all these bullshit lawsuits that you see <laughs> flying all over the place but it's election interference is orchestrated by crooked Joe Biden, the worst president in the history of our country, it's not well, along with the deep state. And well, like, on November 5th, 25% of presidents own slaves. I feel like uh, even Joe, Joe Biden is yeah. fucking terrible. We can say that, but I mean, come on. Oh, my God. It looks like he just has three lips on his face right now. With his <laughs> <laughs> his it looks three like someone lips. photoshopped horizontal vaginas onto it. Yes. Oh, my God. Buttholes. Shaved vaginas. Vagina. Uh, vagina. Shaved vagina. That, put, it, put that on the cover art of this week's episode. She shaved her cat, which was named Vagina. Her cat was named <laughs> Vagina. <laughs> All right. Here's, here's the best part of the video. Along with the deep state. And on November 5th, 2024, it's going to backfire again when we win back the White House and make America great again. 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 I just want to thank you for your tremendous support. And here it, it is. If you want to go out and oh. get it. <laughs> go out and get it. Have fun with it. Have fun Have with fun it. People do like it, I must say. I want to make it clear he raises up a shirt, which is his mugshot 
And then the words never surrender, which is like yeah. become his catchphrase yes, now. Even though it's a picture of him surrendering. Even though it's literally him surrendering. How many, to a how many people have posted come tributes to this picture so far, Rob? Do you know? Oh, I haven't seen any. They haven't no. come across my timeline. What's a, what? They didn't come across your timeline? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. What's a, a come tribute? I assume it's when you print out the photo and, and jizz all over it. And yes. Uh, yes. The, uh, the correct. So you have to buy this thing to, to make no. money. No, you, you can just print a, a printer. Yeah. Well, it'd be more authentic if you. Or I mean, if you have a if you have a tablet, put a little put a little like saran wrap on yes. the tablet. Come on your tablet. What if I have an NFT of this Never Surrender photo? <laughs> I'm surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if he sells one. <laughs> Trump Rob, what's, all the, in. what's the best way, Rob? Technologically speaking, because I know you're a tech guy. If I <laughs> want to come on an NFT, what would be the best way to do that <laughs> without damaging my monitor? Uh, well, again, we'll put some saran wrap around the monitor. Oh, but that's not actually touching it. <laughs> well, e- even if you're coming on the monitor, you're not touching. What are you? You're not touching the photo. You're touching digital pixels. Right. So interpreting. I'm saying, uh, should I print it out? Like, what should I? Do? Oh, printing. Then yeah, printing is the safest way. Absolutely. Fair enough. Should I try turning it off? Piece of art. Rob, could you answer <laughs> Dusty Rhodes Muffler's question? Uh. Can Rob make a come tribute on that Ron Jeremy oh, pick? No, I, I cannot. I'm no. sorry. It's just too much. You can. You just won't because you maybe don't want that, us to Maybe have that'll nice be a Patreon tier. You know, a private, <laughs> a private oh, photo. Oh, yeah. We could just, each of us, we could do come tributes to whatever picture you send in. Right. We could just turn <laughs> that's our gotta be a high, that's a high. That's a high. That's a high tier. Like a couple of grand. Yeah, I got plenty of come to go around, Whatever. Sids, <laughs> um, yours will be on a lower tier. Yeah. Rob, <laughs> instead of doing that, why don't you uh, recreate the Ron Jeremy photo? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> who? Who? I don't have a belly button hernia, though. You have a third butt cheek. What if my belly button becomes that roger <laughs> what if you well, actually well, stick a chicken tempura roll in your belly button and that's oh the yeah like i was gonna say we could, we'll do some practical effects like john carpenter <laughs> but who's the woman in the picture then in rob's recreation noah oh she'd have to <laughs> come fly her in fly, for that or is this a town. photoshop you don't have okay. to actually put your javans next to her you could because it's cut off you can just like wear underwear but she'd be in the same position you think no would be into that, Rob? I don't know if I'm into that. That'd be a little <laughs> awkward being that close to that. All right, like that. we'll find some other woman, Sister Robba. <laughs> oh, oh that's that's less awkward. Thanks, Sid. <laughs> that might be less awkward, honestly. <laughs> Bobka, yes, Dusty Rhodes Muffler has it right. Bob Bobka would never be that close to me. Get out of here. Even if you had food in your belly button that she could nip at, yeah, mm, you just pack maybe. a little Alpo in there. Yeah, a bit of sausage. Snossages. She doesn't eat that. Mm. Yum. Um, we have some. Uh, it wouldn't be my birthday without Dave Mustaine. Dudes. Oh. Oh. Okay. We have some of that. Uh, he recently announced that uh, he's uh, moving to Italy. Oh, he's he's some patriot. He is. Am I right, folks? Mister Patriot over here, Mister Rock the Vote, is leaving the country. 
Is this like uh, is this like a vacation home, or he's just that's it? He doesn't moving. live in America anymore. According to this article, he sounds like he's literally moving there. Wow, that's right. But I could be reading into it, but it seems no. Like- uh, should we have Darren do it, or should we just watch the video of him saying it? what do you? Ooh, think let's watch. That? If there's video, I'm, we should watch. I'm gonna move it to the Italy. <laughs> <laughs> that's a spicy meatball. <laughs> Is he buying Nick Mensa's ancestral home and like tearing it down and building a <laughs> that, That's why he's moving spite. there. That makes sense. I make a much better lasagna than a Mensa family. <laughs> <laughs> he's deporting them to America and taking their yeah, place. Take that, Mrs. Mensa. <laughs> you are no good. You are no good, Putanesca. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I love that. All right, let, let's hear this let's hear his rant from Dave. You know, tonight is the last night of our European tour. Oh, Darren, can you stop talking? We need to hear Dave. Oh, oh sorry, wait, no, that's sorry, 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 sorry. Go play it. Go. <laughs> and there's something very special I need to tell you guys. Um, <laughs> I love you too. Hang on a second. weeks ago I just bought a house in Italy okay so you bought a house for stage so think about that you wake up tomorrow morning and you see me at your window and I'm walking with my boxes And you go, fuck, man, that looks like Dave Mustaine. <laughs> Look at all those guitars. Shit, that's got to be him. <laughs> it's okay, a full Darren impression mode right now. There was a platinum. There was some words. That's got to be Dave. <laughs> I got to tell you, I am so excited to be able to call Italy a, a, a new place. For Play a summer. fucking song! Yeah, seriously, who gives a fuck? I want to thank you all for your graciousness in helping teach me how to be a good resident here and how to uh, to learn how to live the Italian life. But for now, one thing I do not need to teach you, I don't teach you guys, I, I don't need to teach you how to thrash or how to fucking have a good time in a concert because I can hear you're having a good time. But also, if I see any one of you approach my property, I have told security to shoot to kill. <laughs> Stay the fuck away from me. And also, that's fucking a stunada, James Hetfield. He kicking me, Kanye. A fungal. A fucking fungal. So while we were uh, talking, um, we had an album that we released called The Sick, The Dying, and The Dead. Oh, it came out while he was talking? Yeah. <laughs> Amazing time. It was written and performed while he was talking. charting album ever in Italy, so I want to thank you guys for that. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Get that, I'm working on it, right? Right. I learned a couple other words in Uh-oh. Italian. Fucking feel you, the Bulldog. I fucking James Hetfield. Never hung off. Remember? Francesco Ronaldo. 
I learned to test the 2D. Oh, all right. <laughs> Spaghetti. And then I learned Stronzo. But this isn't about me telling you how badly I speak Italian. This is about us playing a new song for you from a new record. This is called We'll Be Back. New song? No, go back to talking about your house. Go back yes, to talking about your house. Please talk about the house. <laughs> oh, him playing the new fucking shit song. A fucking fungal. No, the fucking stupid song. Fuck off. Fuck you. Fuck you, Demostain. Nobody want to hear this. <laughs> I can't wait until he starts shooting cameos from like Vatican City and shit. Oh my god. Hey Kevin, I'm on the top of the leaning tower of peace. I wish you a happy forty seventh <laughs> birthday. Uh, it's coming, you know it's coming. <laughs> so okay, so he's not moving to Italy. He bought a house in Italy. That's different. Yeah. It's like he's gonna be like a vacation. He home. needed he needed a tax shelter, so he invested his money in an uh. Italian house. And he's going to go visit once in a while. That's really what's going on. Oh, I don't know about the tax shelter, but I assume, right? Like, why is he buying a house in Italy out of nowhere? I mean, why not if you could afford it? Yeah, that's fair. It's a house in Italy. His next uh, Instagram post is going to be, he's like feeling up the balls of Michelangelo's David. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, take that. Buongiorno, motherfuckers. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just like Ellison, it's another David who can't keep his dick in his pants. Exactly. But at least that this David is not in front of a 17-year-old girl. Maybe. That's true. They let anybody into that fucking museum. You know what? That's a good point. <laughs> you're right. When you're right, you're right. Thank you. Fucking David. God damn. Never trust a David. Yeah. Dave's good. David's bad. That's the rule. Dave, Dave Foley did some weird shit. Sure. <laughs> it's true. He's very beautiful. <laughs> I meant David, the statue. Yeah. <laughs> Fun, cool. <laughs> I do like this Italian Dave accent. I think it works. Oh, man, Jamia, he's fucking a nigga man's mother. She knows I'm making a good lasagna. I see this a guy in the bed, the bathroom, in the bar. He's a girl guy, girl. Girl a guy, a girl. Girl guy, girl. <laughs> God. I still can't believe he said that. A lot of people uh, think of the Satana. The Satana, they think he's a red. He's not a red. He's very beautiful. <laughs> he's bellissimo. Bellissimo. Okay, so I'm, I'm now seeing that he later in the show, he said something else. Uh, he's moving to France. It. Yeah. What, no, he said what I what I said about me moving here is true. Uh, Dar, do you want to read it? Uh, it's in the Blabbermouth article. Uh, so, but it turns out the reason they're moving to Italy is his wife has a quote boutique wine wine company called House of Mustaine. Oh my! But the Blabbermouth God. article is not in the rundown. Oh, it's it. that's in the link. Livecast links. Oh, Here, I'll, I'll send it to you on the chat, sorry. on the private chat. Boom. 
And uh, so that's I didn't realize that he has a wine company too. So the, I guess there there's a vineyard. And they had a beer. He, didn't he have he, a beer? And now he has a wine. Yeah, but the beer. It's not like the beer was just licensing his name. It was okay. a beer, a, a big French beer, French Canadian beer company that was just licensing his name. And this uh, is not that. This is more hands on. It, it seems as though that is so. So, so it'll probably had, be worse. They had a Southern California vineyard, and now they're expanding to La Marcha. Wow. Italy. So, Darren, did you find the, the quote? Yeah. Later in the concert, Mustaine added, What I said about me moving over here is true. In case you were thinking it was like yeah. bullshit, because you'd be justified in thinking that. Uh, and I'm really excited to live in Italy when we do. We're going to keep our residency in the States, but we are going to be living here. Really look forward to meeting a lot of you. And I think we're gonna have a lot of fun together. Weird. Imagine just like he's in Italy walking around and then like I'll have a I'll have a baguette. <laughs> just everything he says just <laughs> is followed by that all over Italy. It's a me, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get a little extra milk in my latte? <laughs> when a the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, that's a moray. <laughs> doing standards. Crooning. Not going to top that joke. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, David State, for uh, reminding us uh, you still exist. Hopefully, he'll, he'll be shooting cameos from... Uh, uh, from down there, and then we could have them on the show. We could, yeah. we could. It's been a while since we've uh, visited his cameo. Actually, now that I think, I have to assume it's been dormant because they're on tour. No, you think he's doing them from tour? He's doing them from uh, aisle six in the wine supermarket. Of course, he's going to do them on tour. NASCAR. Uh, it looks race. like it is. It looks like it is because the the wine aisle one. Or oh no, he's in a suit store. Okay, we got to watch this cameo now. Hold on, folks. Folks, yeah. we're, we're, we're doing a, a quick cameo. It's been so long that there might be new ones we didn't get to even if yeah. they did go on tour. It's true. Oh, this is interesting. Cameo now tells you the average length of the of a cameo. I think one seventeen is a good yeah. length. Also, look, uh his 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 rate dropped. I feel like it was higher. I was just that. gonna say, yeah, I I remember it being four hundred dollars, now it's three hundred. I could be wrong though. Uh, but it could just be that the d- demand has died down, so he's lowering his prices. I feel like Cameo's had its moment. Like, it's sort of on the down yeah. slope. Yeah. Well, you. people still have birthdays, though. I'm not How saying it's you? down to zero. I'm just saying, like, yeah, I yeah, feel yeah. like it was I really agree. burgeoning for a while. This Agreed. is the biggest uh, victim of uh, the Biden administration cutting back on COVID relief for people, is that we no longer have <laughs> the extra money to buy frivolous Cameo. Cameos. Ben, dude, I think I remember you. How are you? I'm so happy to hear from you. Listen, I'm just walking backstage and uh, just getting ready to head out to my bus for a, a quick acai bowl before I go on stage. Oh. <laughs> to get some energy. And uh, I saw you reach down and I just had to say hello. I'm so well. Uh, I'm so excited you're doing well. And I, uh, I have never heard a less tough way. Say a quick acai bowl. 
Fuck you, Dave. <laughs> we got to hear that again. Awesome. Yeah, I'm sorry. That was that was so shocking to I, I, to be clear. Acai bowls are delicious. So I've never had a, one. Mr. Fucking Italian eating an acai <laughs> bowl. <laughs> Fuck out of here. To my bus for a quick acai bowl before I go on stage. He says acai. Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah. Mine has ass in it. <laughs> Just getting ready to head out to my bus for a, a quick acai bowl before I go on stage. Yeah, <laughs> get some energy. And I uh, saw you reached out, and I just had to say hello. I'm so well. Uh, I'm so excited you're doing well. And I, uh, well, actually, you said you're confused about something, but you didn't really say what. I hope you're not uh, confused I'm about confused anything. Confused why you I've pronounce done. acai? I sure would like to help. It's too close. Lighten your mood up too, if you uh, you feel like it. Maybe it's like you Joe can write back sometime and tell me how you're doing. And, you know what it is. I can. Yeah, send me another three hundred bucks. Yeah, but anyways, I think they do remember you, and uh, if not, well, we're going to be new friends, right? I'm going to get blinded out in the sun any second now. All right, buddy, you take it easy, and I look forward to uh, seeing you somewhere, someplace soon. Uh, If you probably remember Dave McLeod, maybe you can hit him up and figure out how we can say hello again and and, uh, see how you've been. All right, see you later, buddy. Whoa! Hey, David. Uh, just want to make sure you got that message. Whoa. Hit me back, okay, bud? Thank you. What? what? what the no, he thought. Wait, hold on. He thought he was responding to a voicemail or something. Yeah, what is this? Hey, David. Uh, just want to make sure you got that message. Hit me back, okay, what? bud? Thank you. What? Is yeah, this like the beginning of the reunion tour? <laughs> <laughs> David Ellison. I swear, this looks like. Those TikTok old filters, but there's no filter. Oh, this is just, oh, this is sad. This, this is, is a young flattering. filter on Dave. <laughs> hey, David, uh, just want to make sure you got that message. Hit me back, okay, bud? Thank you. <laughs> he looks ill. He looks ill. He looks, there was a guy next to me at poker last night who I I love dearly. A very nice guy, but he's really on death's door, I feel like. Oh. He's like 77-ish. And he's like, it's very hard for him to breathe. Even from like six months ago, he looks better than Dave right there. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's rough. Looks like the Grand Canyon, his face. I, we're all going to get there. I'm not picking yeah. on the guy. Hopefully I, we all can get there. Right. But, oh, he's not that old. Like he's old. You know, he's older than the curve of the average person, but he's not that old. He's not, he's not fucking message. ancient, right? He's like 60, 61. Yeah. He looks terrible. Give Harry. Um, do me a favor. Um, let me know how, how harsh you are. Subpart I, I don't want to get too crazy on him. Okay. Uh, hit me back and I'll do this right away. All right, buddy. What? You, okay, half of so these are just him saying, "Get back to me." Here's what I'm gathering. Here's what I'm gathering. These people put in requests, and his only way to like message them back is to post a cameo so he's posting the cameo to get a response from them to post a new cameo but he doesn't realize he should check you know don't make it public yeah I think wow. that's what's going on that's which is amazing all right <laughs> thank you cameo for giving us this gift yeah. let's see if there's there's one or two Hello more me. meet the real me share the video rob <laughs> hey eric okay hold on hi tina it's dave oh, no. got your message and this is dave Mustaine and I'm reaching out giving you a roast from Amir oh, Shah 
And he says you're an award-winning actor in his series, Are You Amir Shah? And um, that you're very, very odd, which is an uh, interesting way to describe someone you don't... Okay, so oh, no. where do I start? You know, I've been doing more... No. What are you it's doing? Uh, kind of, in, in uh, 1984 language, it's... Um, uncool or it's a or unspeak <laughs> unnice yeah anyways um, Amir also says a lot of casting directors don't like working with you because you're too weird and too odd and that you love Megadeth well that could explain everything right anyways don't ever change and I wish you the best with your career Unfortunately, I know nothing about you, so oh. I hope you're a good dude, and um, I wish you uh, well, and uh, I hope you get to see a Megadeth concert soon, especially since you're a fan and just not some random guy uh, I'm talking to. Give me to more money. Anyways, take it easy, Eric. And, oh, so uh, I, I'm guessing Amir, Amir wrote all these jokes for him to say that you're a bad casting director and nobody likes you because you like Megadeth, and he's just ruining the bit. Right. He's like, why would I say that? You seem like a great person. Right. <laughs> Very strange. Asking me to do this. This has been fun. He's just uh, too nice, Rob. He's just too nice, Rob. He's too all right, one last one. Half a martial art a long time. Oh, this is in his office. enough. I started when I was 12. And, uh, Wait, well, let's start this over. Oh, he broke out the ski cap. Showroom for you. There we go. Hi, Tina. It's Dave. Oh. Got your message. And, okay, so where do I start? You know, I've been doing martial art a long time. Just one oh, martial art. I started yeah. when I was 12. Kumbat and, sport. Uh, did showroom for you. And then I stopped for a little while, and then I picked it back up again and studied Kung Fu Sensu and stopped for a little while oh. and started training in Lima Lama for a very short period oh. of time. And then uh, I found prof uh, Sensei, <laughs> Professor. And then Sensei I found Danny, more Mando. I was so uh, completely blown away with him and his outlook and his guidance and his mentoring. So much there that a lot of schools and a lot of teachers just don't possess. You know, they... They yeah, I signed up for that one minute seventeen uh, second one cameo. One Can I get that? Schools are, are um, I mean, let's face it, a lot of the schools are, are money marketplaces. They just uh, put people in there and and churn them as much as they can. Is that the school you go to, Rob? That start martial no, really they're actually very, they're very much not. The percentage that. is really low, but you know, uh, hundred percent of the white belts that come in there, they get an opportunity of of. Uh, uh, building them into customers before they become real students. So um, I, I don't know that that's that was a that, concern of mine um, at first. The relationship well, is still really out there. Job. So I, I credit a lot of the things that happened to me and oh. for me when I was uh, under Sensei Benny's um, uh, guidance and and his. Uh, What's training. your sensei's name? You know, it's so hard to try and say guidance or training because he really oh, was. Yeah one of the greatest men I've ever met and I loved him so very much I understand now why I, I don't call him so sensei I call him a professor or coach to me I've professor. never met a greater man yeah I love my the professor, professor. see there you go he says it too second, but this is absurd they're not fucking, don't you have to have a degree to be a professor say, what degree yeah their degree is their black belt that's their degree they're the same thing 
It is. The, he's a professor of jujitsu. That's like the guy at Seinfeld wanted to be called Maestro. Get the fuck out of here with that. <laughs> professor. And when you find someone like that, I think <laughs> this is good advice. Hold on, guys. With you me, knowing that. All of a sudden, he can't teach you unless you want to learn. So like he's right. If you put that kind Once of you get into these martial arts, man, so easy to fucking trick these people. All you gotta cult. say is a professor jujitsu, and the guy's like, <laughs> him, "That guy actually has something to say. He's interesting." Oh yeah, <laughs> let him speak. Let him speak. <laughs> Suddenly, Dave Mustaine's making meant. sense to you. You got a oh, problem? Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> or your your uh, yeah, he's my professor. Your professor, your trainer. <laughs> Yeah. Whatever you call them. Whatever you call them. If you put that kind of pressure on them, if you don't have that kind of a relationship, you're kidding Professor yourself. Duclaw. So I would say, <laughs> really try and invest in, in uh, what you can bring to your classes, not what you can get out PhD of it. PhD of What you can bring to the school, not what you can take from it. And and watch how uh, isn't that what a mega death quickly learned? your relationship with the students there don't and the instructors there and even the head instructor or you can do for your country. In this case, don't ask what you what your class could bring to you. Yeah. Ask what you could bring to your class. Take no prisoners. <laughs> Take no strums. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, what do you bring to your class? Orange wedges? What, what, what's uh, your responsibility? I bring a positive attitude and a willingness to learn. That's not enough. Bring some. Do you show up on time to your class? Yeah. Every time? Yeah. Wow. Bring some fucking like. Uh, I mean, you got to show up. I actually show up early because you got to give yourself some time to change. That's right. Darren, we got to interview some of his classmates to find out what that's like. Well, when we went out to eat the other day, we should have told him it was a jiu-jitsu class. Oh my you should have. I would have, been, I, would have wa- I would have definitely walked over that. I explained why that happened. That was, that that was, was a ridiculous explanation. That didn't make any It was absurd. It's absurd. It's absurd. I agree. <laughs> this fucking guy. I decided, to, I decided to drive over when I could have walked over. Uh, and by driving over, it took so much longer from it took twice as long than if I were to walk over because I had to find parking. And, and you did not let us know you were running late. I had to text Angie chat you and then finally ten minutes after I did that, you replied, what? Oh yeah. I was busy stressing the hell out because I couldn't find a parking spot. You were alone in the car. You had someone else there with you that could have relayed That's the message. True. That's true. It was very inconsiderate of me and I apologize. <laughs> I have tried to make a, an effort. I, as a self as a self declared professor of jujitsu, <laughs> uh, I forgive you, student. Thank you. <laughs> Rob being on time to hit or early to his jujitsu classes is like when you break up with someone and then find out they lost a bunch of weight and are way better looking now than they were when they were yeah. with you. It's like, oh great, <laughs> someone else gets to have the perfect version yeah. of them. I got well, maybe reasons. if this you know what this podcast needs to do, it needs to resulted me having like two hours of anxiety leading up to the start of it and then i'll show up early i thought that's <laughs> what my presence in this whole thing was was to give you the anxiety no no that that's anxiety during the show i'm not, i don't have it leading up to the show that makes him not want to show up that's why God he's late damn it <laughs> yeah you need i need the pre it's because i'm so anxious i'm like all right i better get going i, I want to get done to be fair if rob's late to 
anything we do, he's not going to get punched in the balls. Uh, but if he's late to that show. That, <laughs> well, he that gets is punched in the balls either way when he goes to yeah. jujitsu. Well, no, you Sensei know, Benny well, will be extra hard on him. <laughs> they, I guess, as a white belt, it's considered you know bad form to uh, be late because you you're missing warm ups. But there are higher belts that intentionally show up late to avoid doing the warm ups that they just want to do the rolls. And what happens wow. to them? No, they you can get away with. I mean, you don't you know it like. It, David, to David's state's point, it is a business, so they're not going to like say you can't come to class because they want that, like, your money. Disrespectful? It's, yeah, it's just disrespectful. But as a higher belt, it is apparently not as disrespectful. Uh, it, it is a, it is less frowned upon. Show up a little late. You still got to show up for some of the warm ups, but nobody shows up more. You? Nobody shows up more than like five minutes late. The higher belt you have, the more disrespect you can do. This what is not. I want to be clear. They didn't. They didn't teach this to me. I just see this in BJJ memes. On Instagram, it's just it's a it's the culture. It's the culture. BJJ meme culture now, Rob. I'm not into the meme culture. It's suggested to me because I follow certain accounts to to learn about technique and Joseph. I do not follow John Joseph. I do follow a parody account of John Joseph. What the JJ's JJ's hair piece, which is pretty funny. Oh my god! Is that run by Harley Flanagan? It might be. Sometimes I'm just like, wow, they're really they're really going hard on him, but you know, he kind of deserves it. So it's okay. I don't know who any of these people are. From the Chromex. John Joseph, uh, the former singer of Chromex, and Harley Flanagan is the founder of Chromex, the bassist who hates his guts. Okay. Who stabbed him known- <laughs> or tried to stab him at a show a few years ago. Okay. Didn't know his name. Hmm. And you will go back to now never needing to know his name. Well, again. The, the thing the thing about John Joseph now is he's uh, since COVID he's well you know he's like a vegan and and then uh, since COVID he's become like a total COVID like mask vax deny like super just pushing back on anything uh, and he's moved from the village to Florida. That's <laughs> that's what because so that's like, where the punk from rock the village is. to the villages. It's like everyone on Facebook who complains about New York but lives in Jersey and uh, Long Island. Exactly. Thing. And okay. he's done it. Got it. Uh, and so there we go. Oh, here you go. Quick man cometh with some with some insight. He says, it's a seniority thing, I think, with the higher belts. I did Taekwondo years ago, and it was kind of the same thing. White belts are, are the low man on the totem pole. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. No, uh, I understand and, and that. You, you I get that. Humbleness. I get that part of it, but when the humbleness requires you to show up on time and the higher people don't have to fucking do that, that's a little bit out of bounds. Yeah, I agree. That's like you're allowing them to break rules. Yeah, they should be the example for the less experienced people instead of like, hey, if you stick around and do this bullshit long enough, we won't make you do the bullshit part anymore. Exactly. It's acknowledging that it's all bullshit. If 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 you if they would get maybe certain more privileges, yeah, that'd be a positive. They way. do get more privileges, right? Yes, but this can, is they're like, allowed to stay after class as well and and do more oh, techniques. Did I have to pay more? You get a bill for that? No, 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 no. It's all. So you don't know that. You're it's just one monthly belt. fee. It's true, if, but no, it's just a monthly fee. <laughs> Everyone pays the same monthly fee. When do you get this fucking belt? Do you get a yellow belt next? I get a blue belt, and that's it. At, at least a year. What belt do you have now? White. I'm a white. I'm a white belt with one stripe. Can we see it? Uh, up to four stripes. Get your gi. No. No, I don't want to go get it. Get oh. It's a white belt with a stripe. You've seen white belts. They're, they they look just. The Where same. have I seen white belts? On television. I've never seen a karate kid. I've never seen a six five size white belt. Though. Yeah. It's pretty big, and it's actually you know I've lost some weight, so now like 
my pants keep falling during class. It's it's very annoying. Oh, I'm sure that's not not on purpose at all. Oh man, I told Oopsie. you that's my technique. That's Oopsie, my technique my to penis. stop the roll. Everybody. Oh come on! That's, that's <laughs> not even that's not even what you BJJ you're, flasher. You're a jerk. <laughs> BJJ collector. <laughs> oh no. There was a guy who had his whole. Oh, there we go. Here's my white belt. It looks that. like you're flashing your cock the way you have that. You're terrible, Sid. What? Me, me with some buds. Oh, you're with there Cesaro. Is. is that Noah's brother in the middle? That is not. It's not tall. These are my. Those are my rolling buddies. A purple belt and a blue belt. Are they going to be at your birthday thing today? They're not. Okay. Any, no, any no BJJ, BJJ people at all? No BJJ people. No. That would have been my ticket to make up an excuse to not go. So. No. You don't want to get choked out. <laughs> I don't want to be around get, that kind of get, toxic masculine energy, Rob. <laughs> you don't want to get caught up in a wrong. I did learn this week. Uh, Three former my, rapists in your class. W- w- one of my closest friends in the in the class, the person who I uh, not the person who I train with the most, the person the second most uh, person that I train with. Uh, I've learned he's a cop. So, so folks, former that's rapist, it. Yeah. My. My uh, uh, is that him driving up indo- to your place right now? My indoctrination. They're actually driving to your places. You both oh. are getting arrested. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Um, uh, my indoctrination is, is starting to happen now. So uh, I'm going to have to start listening to some Joe Rogan podcasts. Five Finger Death <laughs> that's, Punch. That's my homework for next week. Yes, Five Finger Death I mean, I've been exclusively listening to it in the BJJ class, the <laughs> oh, Five Finger Death Punch. I Jesus celebrate their Christ. entire discussion. No, no, no. That's, I don't think... I'm not sure I've heard uh, Five Finger Death Punch in the in the class. Mostly, it's mostly classic rock, or like good hip hop, like like Run the Jewels stuff like that, or um, or good hip hop like, meaning at least one white member. Yeah, no, but like, or it was like that, and then like they played Wu Tang Clan, and there was like right. some Biggie and Tupac. It was the the, the one professor who likes hip-hop has really good taste and then there's one who is a dominican guy so it's a lot of you know uh like latino said io digital cable song over and over uh, it's a, it's, it's a, a lot of stuff one. like that but, hey, but honestly, bjj ain't done <laughs> I, I don't mind it it's fine it kind of where it, it there just needs to be something so you don't just hear the sound of people grunting and breathing oh, heavily <laughs> while like rolling that. around you know it has to mute that sound what we play in uh, BJJ in Italy is a cinque finger morte punch. <laughs> <laughs> Great band. Uh, all right, let's move on to our Spotify picks. Every week we each pick a song for our Spotify playlist called the RIP Livecast Music Break. You can search for it on Spotify. And uh, let's see here. My pick this week is a new track, the first new single uh, in quite a while from Job for a Cowboy. I think maybe even 10 years. I don't know. Song, The Agony Seeping Storm. I'm a fan of Job for a Cowboy. You know, I don't really listen to too much metal nowadays. I'm kind of doing more electronic house stuff. But when I heard they had a new song out, I was like, oh, I need to I need to check this out. I'm curious. And it's very fun. It's very good. It's very heavy. And uh, Naveen from Entheos, we were just talking about him before we went live. Uh, he actually plays drums on the, on the album, so you guys should check that out. Uh, former uh, friend of the show. No longer friends with us anymore for some reason, oh. after what Darren said about him. No, that's not true. What? Uh, what did Darren <laughs> no, nothing, say? Nothing, nothing. I'm just joking. Uh, anyway, that was my song, Job for a Cowboy. They're back. They have a new album coming out soon. 
that, that's what I picked. Sid, what was your pick? Uh, well, as we mentioned earlier, the three of us were at uh, the comedy show a couple nights ago, Kevin McDonald, and bef- it was at a con- like a indie rock concert space. And before the show started, they were just playing various tracks on the PA. And uh, at one point, a really catchy like punk song came on that I'd never heard before, so I shazammed it. And because uh, I really liked it. And then a few songs later, another really good song came on that I also shazammed. And it turns out both were by the same band. It's a band called Snooper, which I'd never heard of before. Apparently, they're from uh, Nashville. They are on Third Man Records, which I guess is Jack White's record label. They just put out their first album last month. So I listened to it. It's very good. Very it, 14 songs over 23 minutes. So this is like perfect punk rock up my alley. Uh, I picked the song Fitness, which is a very fun, quick toe tapper of a punk song, and I think y'all will like it. Darren, what was your pick? Well, my pick was supposed to be a Bray Wyatt's theme song because he just died. Oh. Unfortunately, it was not available on Spotify. Uh, thanks to WWE, uh, so they're, they're it's very hit and miss which songs are available on there. So uh, I quickly went to grab a uh, a. Um, System of a Down uh, cover of a Wu-Tang Clan song that they recorded a while ago, but Sid informed me that was already on the playlist. So it's kind of on the fly, picking something at the last second. And then Sid reminded me that Jimmy Buffett died also. So I put a Jimmy Buffett song on there called Pencil Thin Mustache that I know my mother likes. I'm not the world's biggest Jimmy Buffett fan, but I do feel bad that he died. And I did. he was a frequent uh, contributor to that mechanical drawing class that i told oh, about wow, the famous okay. class <laughs> for a second uh, i think like he was a frequent contributor to the live cast I was like, what? <laughs> oh no yeah, in the early days when he was about 30 he was on <laughs> to our uh, college show yeah my easy wow. my easy listening radio experience in that mechanical drawing class famous on this show uh he was a part of it and i generally like his whole vibe you know the laying on the beach thing and just drinking and doing stuff. And I did go to his Margaritaville restaurant on vacation once. And it was very nice for a chain restaurant. Uh, I enjoyed it. So that's my pick. And I hope you enjoy it too. And RIP this week, we've got two of them. We've got Rob is prehistoric. And for Jimmy Buffett, we've got rest in pina coladas. So there you go. A couple RIPs. I think I missed the RIP a couple weeks ago. So this makes up. And uh, I want to, of course, mention our Patreon. We just posted a brand new bonus episode where we did a listen along to the last full length from Guns N' Roses, Chinese Democracy controversial album. And we had a lot of actually positive things to say about it. Don't don't get me wrong. We had a lot of negative things to say about it. But we also had some positive, which was we were fair. Yeah. So uh, definitely check that out. Uh, And there's tons of great stuff in there. Three years plus of bonus episodes. We do two a month. Five bucks a month gets you access to all the bonus episodes. The entire archive. It's quite a deal. That could be your birthday present to me. A little Patreon subscription. I would appreciate the support. As would my co-hosts. And if you want to throw in a few extra bones, 10 bucks a month, you get the VIP treatment. You're a top live cast fan. Oh, I want to mention all these also come with Discord rewards. You get a mm-hmm. little fancy badge in your Discord. Of course, we have our Discord chat. Go to RIPLivecast.com. You can join the chat for free. You just get little extra rewards in the Discord if you're a Patreon uh, subscriber. And uh, 
if you do the ten buck a month, ten dollar a month tier, you're a top livecast fan. You get a shout out at the end of the show, which is right now. Uh, Darren, could you do it in your Dave Mustaine Italian accent? For you? Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> Eric, Benjamin, Jen, Jen, Dan, R. Oh, Fongul, I can't even speak the English anymore. And I can't even speak an Italian either. You're a fuck of a fuckulo. I'm in the mayor's keeper. We don't have it to keep us in Italy, my homeland of Italy. There's on the Jews. That's why I like it to hear Hugo likes the tacos. I don't like it the way you make it the tacos. It's not Italian enough. Uh, you gotta put a little more of the Shadamatura in the city of Della. And let the thanks and the Croatia. Why are you busting my culione over here? <laughs> Corey and Scotty H and a Doug a Pigman. You're the fucking Pigman. You don't come to Italy and see my show. Douglas, who are you? I'll tell you who I am. I'm the motherfucking Dave Mustaine Italian icon. <laughs> Levison. <laughs> All right, folks. That was a, a wonderful time uh, and uh, a great way to kick off my 40th year on this earth. We'll see you next week. Love you. Kiss you. Uh, bye-bye. Oh, fun, ghoul. Cool. <laughs>